If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Cavalry Audio. All right, welcome back, beautiful people. This is Forever Young. I'm Dr. John Lakey. And I'm Dr. Payman Danielport. And we just wanted to thank you so much for all the uh, positive input that we've received and the questions that we've received. Uh, you know, we're going to answer these topics as they come. So today we've got something that uh, works out well for this time of year, especially in the rest of the country. But even though we're in California, there's still some good uh, tidbits that we can take from this. So we're talking about winter skincare tips. Absolutely. And it really applies to to everywhere in the world. In California, it gets really dry. So even though it's not as cold as everywhere else, the dry weather um, that you really get in the winter also can be remedied by some of these tips we're going to give you today. Mm -hmm. And the interesting part, just to preface the entire thing, is by saying that usually in the winter months, as Dr. Danielport mentioned, we have a decrease in humidity. We have a decrease in temperature. And the way that affects the skin, it diverts fresh, healthy blood flow to the warm parts of the body and the organs and away from the skin. So we tend to have more dry, sallow skin. You can see flaking that occurs. And really, the reason why we're bringing this up is because before you know it, summer will be here. And so we definitely want to prepare your skin in the downtime. So by the time you do get to show it, it's going to look great. So... Take out your pen and paper, and here are some really good tips. We're really going to go one at a time and kind of give you some really good tips that you can do at home. doesn't really require anything fancy. Some of the stuff is just do it at your own pace uh, and do it at home. Do it yourself with ingredients that are easy on the shelf. So here we go. Yeah, I think we'll give you, you know, 10 good tips. And then after that, we can talk about, uh, you know, some of the best hydrating ingredients that you can use and then ingredients to avoid during the time as well. So many of you have a skincare regimen that you've been using for years. But remember, this should be altered between seasons because humidity changes, a sun exposure occurs and lack thereof. And so the idea is, for, so we'll get you started here. Uh, and the one thing is, hang tight and listen to the end, because at the end, we're going to talk about one of the biggest fads out there. Um, <laughs> and that's something called slugging. Yes. So hang tight, listen to everything we have to say, and then we'll talk to you about whether slugging really works or not. Mm -hmm. So let's get going. All right. So number one, I think one of the easiest things to do is to double up your moisturizer. So remember, even if your skin feels soft and hydrated on the surface, Dry, cold air combined with harsh indoor heat can cause 
you know, that deep dehydration over time. So I always recommend, you know, adding two layers of your moisturizer. So simply apply one layer. This is after you've completed your skincare regimen and you apply one layer, let it absorb for about three minutes and then follow it up with a second layer. So uh, your skin definitely requires more. So, you know, and again, your skin's going to be so grateful for that extra moisture. Uh, and so will you when you wake up with beautifully supple glowing skin. And so, you know, one little bonus tip, uh, you know, moisturize while skin is still a bit damp to soak in moisture. So obviously, you know, instead of taking, uh, you know, waiting till you're completely dry, just gently pat your face and then apply uh, two layers of moisturizer with a three minute gap in between. And this applies to, to not just your face, but your body. Um, this, you know, I do a lot of body surgery and, and people really don't, don't shower for a week after surgery and they come in and they're very dry. And one of the big tips what Dr. Lakey said is make sure you apply the moisturizer when you get out of the shower and you're still just a little damp because it locks in the moisture. Mm-hmm. And some people tell me, what type of moisturizer should I use? Listen, you can use any type that you like. I even tell people regular coconut oil sometimes is the best. If you've got really dry, chapped skin, sometimes really taking it to another level and using something like a coconut oil really helps you get really, really hydrated. So this is the number one and probably the most important tip for winter skincare. Yeah, would you also recommend shea butter and things like that? Any any thick... You know, it, it depends on what you like. I don't think the thicker makes it any better. It's not more hydrating. Um, sometimes, again, each person's a little different. Some people really like the smell of cocoa butter. So if you like it, use it. Sometimes when they're thicker, they don't necessarily hydrate more. They're just they're just a little bit thicker and they just a little gooier. And to me, it's more of an oil, that more of an oil than anything else. And, exactly. Uh, you so want it to really be absorbed. Definitely. So listen, how about number two? Ooh, so here's a fun little trick. Use a honey mask at home twice a week. So really, it's really simple as it sounds, okay? Take a thin coat of honey, ideally organic, raw honey, and then put it all over your face after you're cleansing it, kind of like a mask, okay? You can use a tongue depressor or you can use your hands. Some people think it's really sticky, so using a tongue depressor helps. Then... Leave it on for about 10 minutes and then rinse it with warm, the nice warm washcloth and a bit of olive oil and jojoba oil. Um, the, the olive oil and the jojoba or the jojoba oil will actually kind of wash everything off and give you even more moisture. What honey's the reason in the essential reason we're telling you to do this, it's a natural moisturizer. It's got great for soothing dull winter skin and sloughing away that dry, dead skin cell off of the surface. Kind of like an exfoliant, but not as harsh. So the nice part is after you do that, the olive oil will actually kind of keep and lock all of the moisture as it's removing all of the honey. So simple, do it twice a week. You don't need to do it more. And uh, it'll, it'll give you that extra glow and very, very, your, your, your skin will feel very moist and supple. And the, uh, an added bonus with using honey, you know, that, that raw, uh, organic raw honey, is that it also has antibiotic properties. And so when you put it on, for those of you who are acne prone and you've used other uh, masks and you tend to break out, this is one that tends to be uh, well tolerated by all skin types because of that, uh, you know, that antibiotic property. So again, I think I agree with you. I think doing this twice a week is a great adjunct to keeping your skin 
skin healthy and radiant during the winter time. I mean, it's a, it's a, this is something that we use, honey, it's something actually we use for skincare, um, for, for actually, it, for wounds. People that have really bad wounds, we, we used to use something called meta honey that's comes from uh, the, the properties like Dr. Lakey's talking about, it has antibiotic properties and it's got moisturizing and exfoliating properties. Mm-hmm. So uh, moving on to the next tip, and it's something that's near and dear to our heart because, you know, as you know, with our dermal repair complex, we often feel that aging off, obviously occurs from the inside out. And so something needs to be done, including looking at your diet. And so if we look up on, uh, you know, this next tip, it's really load up on citrus fruits. Now, lemon, lime, oranges, other citrus are widely thought to be summer fruits, right? But believe it or not, some of the best anti-aging fruits thrive in the cooler months. So during fall and winter, get at least one serving of citrus fruits in your diet each day. And the reason is not only is it rich in collagen-supporting vitamin C and E, but it's also packed with potassium, which is uh, incredible at helping fade the look of wrinkles and dark spots and things like that. And so, you know, obviously we know we're in our winter months and we can bundle up a little more, but don't let your diet fall off, uh, you know, the wagon. I think uh, the idea is you want to, you always know that summer's coming around the corner and it's much harder to aggressively lose weight and and prepare yourself for the summer than it is for uh, you just to maintain. So, this is something that I think is really important. Uh, you know, definitely add your citrus fruits. And it's really simple. Just add it. It's also a cofactor for collagen synthesis, like Dr. Lakey just said. So it really does help overall um, give you that, that glow that you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Moving along. So number four, let's level up on our cleansers. So, you know, your, your cleanser that you use in the summer is going to be a little different than the one that you use for the winter because again your 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 skin's going to feel very different and it's going to be a lot more hydrated um, in the summer than it is in the winter so you know don't completely change everything but i think a few essential things like changing your cleanser may be a good idea so maybe instead add a little bit of some sort of moisturizing property, whether it's jojoba oil or it's olive oil or any type, even coconut oil. If, as long as you're not acne prone, because sometimes this can cause some, some problems with your pores, it'll really help lock in the hydration as you cleanse your face. So, you know, either modify it or look for a different cleanser that gives you a little more of a moisturizing type um, finish at the end. Mm-hmm, definitely. And, and uh, you'll see just by altering that ever so slightly, uh, you can combat that uh, dry winter uh, air. This is Dr. John Lakey at Forever Young. Hope you're enjoying the show. Dr. Daniel Poor and I will be back after a quick break. Uh, let's move on to the next. Number five, polish and hydrate your lips. Now, dry chap lips are uh, you know, definitely a frustrating side effect of winter air. And not only do they plain hurt, uh, they can make you look older too since they can draw attention to any fine lines around your mouth. 
And so I recommend using Here comes a, a recipe. <laughs> Here comes a get, recipe. Get your Write pen, it down. And, pen and paper out. Uh, use a hydrating lip scrub at least two times a week. So maybe when you do your honey mask, you can do this at the same time. Great idea. And so, you know, here's what I would do. You combine two teaspoons of brown sugar, one teaspoon of honey, and one teaspoon of olive oil or avocado oil in a small bowl. So you mix it up, apply this mixture to your lips, then gently scrub for 10 to 20 seconds in small circular motions. And you leave that on and use a warm, wet washcloth to gently wipe off the scrub. Now, you're exfoliating some of the dry skin that uh, you know makes the lips appear chapped. You're hydrating the lips. You're adding some essential oil and moisture to the lips. And that way, uh, they'll look a little plump, especially after you, know, you rub uh, this immediate rub for that 20 seconds. And so you'll see doing it twice a week. Maybe you do it at the same time, as I said, as you do the honey mask. And uh, this will give you an all-around glow, get your, skip, your uh, lips ready for the outdoors. Absolutely. And, and again, this will make all of your lip gloss and chapstick and everything else that you use actually a lot more effective because when you just put that on dry skin, it doesn't do a whole lot. But when you exfoliate, put in some, some essential oils, it'll actually help it moisturize even more. Um, let's move along to number six. And this is one of my favorites because I love taking steam. So um, nothing better than, than, a, than a hot shower, right, in the winter. But it's a little different, okay? Because hot water, it can really kind of strip your skin of necessary moisture. So we like love to go jump in the shower, sit in the shower and just, oh, this feels so good. But the longer we stay there, actually the drier we can get. Um, it's why sometimes when you look at your fingers, you, you look like a little prune when you're sitting in a bathtub. So it, does, it doesn't moisturize. So instead, fill your bathroom up with steam by running your, your shower very, very hot for about five minutes before you get in. And then when you're ready to hop in, turn it down to a lukewarm temperature. This will both keep you warm and give you the benefit of enjoying the cleansing, pore opening steam that really helps your keep your skin soft and hydrated. That's why when you go to an esthetician, they use steam on your face to open up your pores. You know, they don't, they don't pour water on your face. They actually use the steam. So very different than just sitting in hot water, using that, that hot steam to open up your pores and get you, get you more hydrated after. And then when you get out of the shower, you moisturize. Definitely. And I think it's really important to note that, that you turn the hot water down to Don't lukewarm because the idea is you walk in, it immediately gives you that sense of warmth. So you're, it's not like you're going to freeze, uh, you know, and lukewarm will feel actually really good in that hot environment. And so it's kind of like sitting in a sauna and it always feels good to have a wet washcloth to, to kind of cool you off. If you've ever been to, you know, a wellness center or something like that, they provide those for you. And so, but you get the benefits of detoxifying through your pores, you know, you sweat out a little bit. And so it just makes the skin appear that much more healthy. And it feels so good. Mm -hmm. So obviously to number seven, we are plastic surgeons. Mm -hmm. And so the goal here is we want to get you summer ready. And there is a perfect opportunity. The number seven is schedule a laser treatment or a peel. 
Now, in the summer, using peels and lasers uh, are a little risky because of the exposure afterwards, and that can lead to unwanted hyperpigmentation and irritation. But in the winter, usually it's the perfect opportunity to squeeze these treatments in. So, you know, when you do laser treatments or chemical peels or microneedling, anything to stimulate collagen to, you know, take off some of the dusty layers of the skin and really, uh, you know, cause the skin to appear more supple, it's great to do that in the winter months. So it gets you ready for, uh, you know, that hammering sun uh, that does all the damage. And so you can really prep. So, you know, we always say for people who, you know, want to get these procedures, obviously, Fall, winter, and spring are the best times because you're not directly in the sun. Um, Here in Southern California, we're kind of always in the sun, but the idea is uh, less sun exposure just because it's cooler in those months. And so that's when, you know, we would definitely recommend doing it. I mean, it's it's really a no-brainer. I've been trying to say this to my wife for a while. They don't get it. Um, you know, if, 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 there's, if it's sunny out, it's really not a good idea to get some of these procedures done. So really plan accordingly, like Dr. Lakey's saying. Um, you know, it, it just makes more sense. Um, so get them done during the wintertime, uh, more downtime, and I think then you'll be ready to rock and roll in the summer. Definitely. Um, number eight, and this is just a, a gimme. Uh, it's something that we preach year-round, but we want to also stress that it's necessary to be done in the winter. Make sure you use sunscreen. So first thing you always should have in your mind every single day before you leave the house, sunscreen. Yourself, your children, everybody, because the sun causes damage that over time can be irreversible, okay? Forget about the, the cancer risks and everything else, but the, it really does. It causes wrinkles and sunspots. And we think that there's no, you know, there's no sun out there because it's the winter, but mm-hmm. there's still, there are still those damaging rays. Even though there's less UVB rays, there are still you know, enough where they can cause sun damage um, and age our skin. So again, we don't want sagging skin. We don't want dark spots. We don't want wrinkles in the sun can really be responsible for a lot of these. So sunscreen, sunscreen, sunscreen. Yeah, listen, anyone who's ever skied before, you know that you can still get that sun exposure and there may be less UVB rays, which is responsible for burns, but we still have UVA rays. They're significantly high enough where, you know, and UVA is responsible for aging. And so if we can eliminate some of that or reduce the, uh, the, some of that, it would uh, obviously going to be uh, beneficial. And again, we've talked about types of sunscreens on other podcasts, but you know, just make sure you, you have a mechanical type sunscreen. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, zinc oxide, titanium dioxide, they have to have those two uh, mechanical type uh, uh, sunscreens in them because it really does block the sun. Um, you don't want just chemical sunscreen. Yeah, and usually there's easiest uh, to be found in uh, children's sunscreen. So if you can't, you don't know which brand or what to look for, just look on the back, uh, you know, to find a good percent, well, usually 11% and higher, some, something that's pretty good. Um, you know, and it's mineral, so it tends to stay on a little longer, but, uh, you know, you still need to reapply. So at any point, the, the goal of this is don't forget the SPF. Number nine. Listen, one thing that we often forget, we can protect the face, the rest of the body, but we really, you know, I don't want you to skimp on hand care. 
Hand care is really important because, you know, if I poll, and you can attest to this, if I poll our uh, patients who are 55 and up, the areas that they come in that bother them the most, that, that give away their age, these are telltale signs. Obviously, it's face and neck, but hands are one of them. So if my hands look old, I want them to be resurfaced. I need some filler in them. I need fat put in them because uh, as we age, the hands can look much older than the rest of us. So don't skimp on hand care. So especially with all the extra hand washing during that time of year, uh, invest in a good hand cream or serum. I mean, for us, listen, we're obviously biased because uh, we think our Ultra Renew Hand Rejuvenating Serum is great. Um, but the idea is you want something that's got ceramides in it. You want something with hyaluronic acid. You want some, a good moisturizer with some of the vitamins and nutrients uh, that we use for our face because uh, our hands are important too. Yeah, just keep it in your bag. Keep a tiny little thing of hand cream and, and just reapply throughout the day. You know, it's interesting. I, I read an article um, in the Plastic Surgery News last week or the week before. Um, the, the, we, we're, we belong to a bunch of different associations and societies. And one of them said that there is a big study that was done that showed that facelift patients that are coming to have facelifts also want their hands to be rejuvenated. Mm -hmm. Because what they've noticed is they look significantly younger after they have surgery, but then their hands <laughs> will yeah. give it away. Yep. So instead of getting to the point where you need to fix your hands, just moisturize them. Mm -hmm. Moisturize them, keep them out of the sun. I know people that wear gloves. My own mother wears a glove when she drives. It's, it's funny. Um, but it works from, from sun exposure, but it doesn't keep it moist. So during the winter, keep the moisture locked in with, with applying hand cream um, a couple times a day. And also, last thing, don't forget about nails. Those are always important. So yeah, nails can become brittle, um, you know, because uh, it's uh, drier air and, and that harsh cold. And so the idea is sometimes all you have to do is use a little cuticle oil, help your nails stay in tip-top shape. So, you know, don't forget about those. We hope you're enjoying this episode. If you'd like more information about our practice, you can check out our Instagram. It's PlasticsDocs, P-L-A-S-T-I-X-D-O-C-S on Instagram for more information. Dr. Daniel Poor and I will be back after a quick break. Moving on to number 10. Um, last but not least, um, one of the, the, the really easy ways to, to add some moisture in your setting is a hum humidifier. So just buy a humidifier. Um, and one of the, the easiest ways really to just put it, I, I put it in my kid's room because it's good for them mm -hmm. because you want it to be moist because it's easier to, to breathe when there's moisture air. Um, but again, we're the same. So we should be treating ourselves the same. And it's really fairly inexpensive. You probably have it delivered to you next day from Amazon. Um, and it's a great way to do it throughout the year, but especially in the winter. Um, 
we recommend using a warm mist humidifier because it doesn't get as germy um, or leave the room feeling clammy like a cool mist humidifier. So, you know, I have one. Um, I think you guys should all invest in one. It's really inexpensive and you'd be surprised. It's not something that you're putting it in your face. It's just making the ambient room um, feel a lot more moist. Yeah, and it's one thing, you know, we definitely have it in our kids' room as well and in our own. And, you know, kids, sometimes they suffer nosebleeds and uh, dry air Mm -hmm. contributes to that. And so by keeping the air more humidified, you you tend to have less of those uh, little outbreaks. So um, I agree with you. So now we kind of come to, you know, Let's let's give you some tips on the best hydrating ingredients. So, if, you know, I'm I'm not gonna list specific products because I don't want you to think that we're overly biased. Obviously, we love our skincare line, but uh, at the same time, many of you have your own. But the idea is, it, what ingredients are going to be the best for you, especially during this time? So, if we look at all the hydrating ingredients, I would say ceramides are definitely important, uh, you know, because they are building blocks of the skin. Peptides, these are also very important in building collagen. Hyaluronic acid, because it really soaks up a thousand times its water weight. And the idea is to keep as much hydration and moisture as we can. Squalane, that is another compound or active that's put into moisturizers. And then shea butter. I mean, this is something that we touched on earlier because shea butter, coconut oil, all of these things, you avocado oil, olive oil, you know, you get the idea. Um, the problem with some of the oils is that if you are acne prone, you know, sometimes they plug pores and cause comedones. And so the idea is we're giving you, you know, five good hints. Look at your moisturizer for face and body. See if they have ceramides, peptides, hyaluronic acid, squalane, and some shea butter. And I think uh, that, will, that will do you well. You know, this is, it, it's really important what, what Dr. Lake, you just said, because we never really look at the ingredients in our skincare line. And because we formulated a line and it's been uh, eight years now, we just had our anniversary, by the way. <laughs> uh, we had an eight-year anniversary for our skincare line, which is, I have to say, we're very, I'm very proud. Um, we've really done a lot of research, extensive research on all of these products. So when we just throw them out at you, it's not because, oh, this is what was written in a paper that we, no, we've tried all these things Mm -hmm. and we've actually brought them home and and put it on our own skin and, you know, given to our wives and given to our our wives as guinea pigs and and given it to our patients and, and gotten feedback and had focus groups and and then we get back and this these are the things that have worked for us. Now, yes, do they universally work for a lot of different lines? They do. But take a look at the back of your skincare line. We're not asking you to change over to ours, but we are asking you to be cognizant of what you're using because it may not be doing what you're looking for it to do. And the other reason why I think we're experts in this field is because not just because we have a skincare line, it's because as plastic surgeons, we have access to hundreds of skincare lines. And we hear, you know, we've got 10,000 or more patients that come in and say, all right, uh, this is what works for me out of this line. I love it for this and this reason. So then we kind of deconstruct it, look at some of the actives and say, all right, well, listen, let's look into this first 
further. And it's the good part about making our own skincare lines because we can take the best ingredients and uh, you know combine them into one single moisturizer or treatment or serum. And so again, you know, uh, there are many lines out there that are are very good. And just look for some of these key ingredients that will help your skin. Absolutely. And moving along to ingredients to avoid during the winter. Mm-hmm, very um, drying. And really, honestly, not just in the winter, just, just throughout the year, some of these ingredients shouldn't be used regularly because you shouldn't use things that dry your skin. When I was younger, you know, you'd get one pimple and what you'd use was benzoyl peroxide or alcohol, something that was like a serious astringent mm-hmm. to clean the area and to really dry it out. Well, that's very different than, than what you should be using on a regular basis. So, you know, here are the ingredients to avoid. Number one, fragrances. Fragrances normally are alcohol-based, um, and they're going to dry you out. So, you know, most of our line and most of the really good lines, you'll see they're not very fragrance, full of fragrance. They may have a hint of something, but it's always using some sort of essential oil, something that's a little more hydrating. Natural-based, rose-based, natural. you know, things like that. Like, so. like, exactly. Rose citrus. is great. Absolutely. And moving along, astringents, like I said, witch hazel, tea tree, these are very, very drying to the skin. Some people love it because it makes it tighter. So when you use something like an astringent, your face does look a lot tighter for a second, but it's also very transient. It's very quick. And you're stripping all the natural oils from the skin and mm-hmm. uh, you end up drying it out. So especially in the winter, you know, winter time, the last thing you want to do is strip that moisture. Here's, here is something that most people do, including myself, and have done for years, using bar soap to clean your face. Don't do it. It's, you know, you get in there and you wash your body, and then you've got your hand all lathered up and you wash your face. It is very drying. Some people will say, don't use bar soap to even wash your body. I'm old fashioned. I still do. Um, But it really, most of the bar soaps that we use don't have moisturizing qualities. And all they do is really strip all the moisture out of you, especially in the winter months. Mm -hmm. Not very good for you. Yeah, so I think if you're going to use something, maybe a Dove, yes. something that's got you know less perfumes, something that has a little you know moisturizing activity, um, you know something like that, or a Cetaphil, or, absolutely. But know. use use a face wash. You know, don't use that bar soap to wash your face. Mm-hmm. And this is something that you know, if you don't believe me, Google it. It's all over. Um, it's something that that really is very detrimental for your face. It'll dry you out and, and really not give you the effects that you're looking for. Um, moving on to to two more two more things that you shouldn't use. Um, one is going to be alcohol-based products. I just talked about that. Very common. They're also astringents. Um, they just dry the skin. Alcohol dries the skin. Um, really try to avoid it. The only time you really want to use it is if there is some sort of infection to clean the area. But on a daily basis, alcohol is a no-no. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> And you know, and you kind of yeah, you reference it early on. Uh, you know, it's a big TikTok uh, trend right now, and it, it, I always I, I find it absolutely amazing some of the things that people are putting on their face, and we've kind of debunked some of the myths on uh, using your own DIY formulas for, uh, you know, treating your skin. Some are great. Some, uh, are absolutely disastrous. And, uh, you know, I've also seen multiple memes. So for those of you who are doing those, I, I think they're hilarious, but it's something new that you had mentioned. So interestingly enough, we like to tell you to avoid petroleum jelly, um, as a skincare product. And it's interesting because now slugging, 
um, the term slugging, which really is, is this, is you do your regular skincare regimen, and then after you've applied everything, you take a thin layer of petroleum jelly, some people use aquaphor, and you put it all over your face. The concept and the theory behind it is that it's going to lock moisture in. Now, does it work? Um, some, a little bit. It's, it's, it's actually not a bad thing if you wanted to do it once a week, twice a week. But you have to make sure that, number one, you don't have oily skin. Number two, you don't have acne-prone skin. It's really bad. It'll, it'll, like Dr. Lakey said earlier, it will clog your comedones and make things even worse. It has become a very, very big skincare trend and hype. Over 80 million views on TikTok on some of them. I mean, it's, it's really insane. I mean, to the point where you're, you know, certain things you shouldn't do, and this is, what, this is why we're here. If you want to do your regular skincare regimen, as long as it doesn't have a retinol, because if you lock that retinol in with a petroleum jelly, it can get intensified significantly, and you're going to wake up drier, red. peeling, <laughs> and red. So, you know, it's, it's not a, an awful thing to do. It's something that you can really try if you'd like. Um, I'm not a big proponent of it, but it's something that, you know, it, it, it's out there and there's a lot of, of, of kind of gimmicks out there. I wouldn't call this a gimmick. It's not a bad idea. It's it, this straight out of South Korea, actually. Um, the Koreans have amazing skin and they come up with some really cool uh, ways to treat the skin. And this is the latest and greatest. And I don't know if you've tried it, um, but if you want it, basically that's what it is. Yeah. So, you know, if you want to do it once or twice a week, great. Uh, you know, especially if you do not have acne prone skin, it can work on hands and things like that. But again, you start doing this every night and uh, it'll definitely cause breakouts, claws, pores, e- irritate the skin and lock in a retinol solution. So just remember, if you do want a slug, number one, (laughs) don't do it if you've got acne prone or oily skin. Number two, make sure retinol is not in your your nighttime regimen that night, Um, but go ahead and and put on all the other goodies you put on and then put a little layer of aquaphor Vaseline on top, keep it on all all night and then wash it off the next day. Let us know what you think. I'm going to give it a shot and see what happens to me. Well, listen, uh, we want to thank you so much for listening to us. Definitely press that subscribe button or follow. And uh, please send us your uh, questions, topics that you want us to address. Uh, Thank you so much for spending your time with us. Once again, this is Forever Young. I'm Dr. John Lakey. I'm Dr. Payman Danielpour. You can listen to us on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Peace. From iHeartRadio, Forever Young is a Cavalry Audio Golden Hippo production. We are produced by Brandon Morgan. Josh Windish does our editing and mixing. Payment and I serve as executive producers along with Dana Brunetti and Keegan Rosenberger. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. 
Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.